I'm Kristen Elizabeth, and welcome to the Evolving Mama podcast. This show holds space for you as we begin to uncover who we really are on our path to awakening. We are here to guide you back into your power and to discover your purpose in this lifetime. You will be inspired to reconnect to your higher self and tap into mind, body, and soul to find clarity, confidence, and joy. Join me and inspiring guests as we share evolution through career, motherhood, spirituality, manifestation, and co-creating the life of our dreams. My intention is that these expansive conversations act as a mirror where you begin to see a reflection of who you are and who you want to become. Now, together, we expand. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Evolving Mama podcast. It's me, Kristen Elizabeth, your host. And I am so excited to talk with you today. Before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to talk about a few things that are coming up. So I am currently in a mastermind. If you're not familiar with what a mastermind is, it's really a community and an opportunity to work with a group of women who are on a similar path or similar journey. I should say, in my case, it's all women, um, but who are working towards similar goals. And so really having this kind of collective union to lean on each other and support each other while being guided by a coach or somebody who is hosting the mastermind. And then also bringing in outside speakers and experts to just really help us level up in what area we are looking to do that in. So with that, I am actually heading in January on a retreat um, that is going to be in LA and I am doing some incredible things. So there will be a full retreat day with yoga and breath work and mindfulness with, of course, manifestation. And I think we're even doing a fun for, uh, like photography shoot, which would be um, amazing to get some shots along the ocean. So really looking forward to that. But in addition to that, definitely taking on a few journeys while I'm there as well, one of which is going to see Abraham Hicks live. I have shared some of the Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks content on Instagram But if you're not familiar, so Esther Hicks actually channels the entity, which uh, they call Abraham Hicks. And it is just going to be an incredible, enlightening opportunity to be around, you know, people or humans who are just very spiritually curious and connected. And so I'm so looking forward to that. There's going to be some other things that I do. We'll see if I end up talking about that publicly or not, but. Regardless, I'm very excited. And I have been for several months, almost within the last year, been really feeling called to host a workshop myself and lead a workshop, really a mindfulness and manifestation workshop. And I've been feeling called to do this in my home. And I'm really starting to think about hosting this in the coming new year, maybe late February, early March. So if you are somebody who is local, who is interested in coming in and participating in a three-hour workshop, low-cost entry, you'll get some goodies, but just the opportunity to be in a community with like-minded women where we can share and collectively really lean into mindfulness and manifestation and really just start to think about what we want our life to look like in 2024. And obviously we'll be well underway at that point, but it'll be a great opportunity for us to reflect what we've done over the last couple months into the new year and begin to expand uh, what we really desire. So 
If this is something that you would be interested in, definitely send me a message. Let me know. I am collecting emails to go on a wait list. There will be a limited number of spots just because for this to be um, advantageous for everybody and to host it in my home. We can't have it unlimited, but I already know there are some incredible women who are interested. So definitely send me your email if you would like to be the first to know. And with that, I actually also want to mention that I am just, I'm feeling generous. It's the holiday season and I would love to gift a session with one of you to walk through your vision board for 2024. Really get clear on what you want 2024 to feel like, what you want to manifest, what you want to bring into your life and experience. And so I'd love to gift a 60-minute session with me to do that exercise together. So if that is something that you would like to participate in or be interested in, go ahead and just send me an email or a DM on Instagram letting me know um, that you're interested in the vision board session for 2024 and that you want to enter for that. So once I get everyone's entry, I will go ahead and do a random name generator and draw somebody for that. So I'm so, so excited to offer that to you. All right, let's get into it. So obviously, if you're here, you know that we're going to be talking about past life regressions. And this is something I've actually been asking people in my life and around me if they're familiar with what a past life regression is. And I'm finding that a lot of people don't actually know what that is, let alone why you should be interested in it, what it does, what happens, what it can do for you. So I want to take a dive into this because I think with my recent experience, it's definitely something that I would encourage everybody to do. And especially if, well, we'll get into it, but especially if you do have some curiosity behind this, maybe perhaps you're being called to do it. So for me, you know, I was introduced to past life regressions or also known as PLR. So I'll probably use that so that we don't have to keep saying past life regressions a hundred times in this episode. But I was introduced through the book, Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. So if you have read this book or if you're familiar with this book, this came into my life a few years ago, and it is an incredible book. But Brian has this patient, um, Catherine, and he is, you know, kind of a medically trained psychiatrist and just really has always been very logical in his thinking and his work. And he has this patient who begins to connect to things in their sessions that are not a part of her current life today. And so he talks about his work where this curiosity, this door opened in this experience with this patient, and it really shifted his life work into exploring past life regressions. And he is just a wealth of knowledge in this area today. And this book will really give you the backbone of what PLR is and all of the benefits and some really incredible stories uh, that he has obviously experienced in his work throughout hundreds, if not thousands, of patients here. So before we talk about what a past life regression is, I kind of want to take a step back and talk about the beliefs that really serves past life regressions, because I know we all come from different backgrounds and different places, especially related to religion or spirituality. But PLR, you know, it really aligns with the belief that your soul lives many lifetimes, that you are in this physical body, this human body, but that your soul and the energy of that soul 
has crossed through many lifetimes, even potentially many dimensions, and that your soul really could have encompassed all genders in your life. You could have lived anywhere in the world. And that we're here to experience lessons and through those lessons begin to embody the truths of our existence or our purpose and executing on that in the particular lifetime that we're experiencing in the human time, the construct of now. And each lifetime can present new lessons So you could have karmic lessons that repeat, um, or each lifetime could have a completely different lesson that, or multiple lessons that you have, quote unquote, kind of signed up for in a way. It also is the belief that, it is also of the belief that your soul picks your parents. And part of that is because Maybe the timing that your soul wants to come into this life or it could be that the challenges that will be presented to you will help you move through the lessons that are here to serve you in this lifetime. And not only that, but that you experience these lifetimes, but it's possible that they are on multiple timelines that are actively happening at the same time. And the reality, the truth, is that time is not linear, although it really appears that way in our 3D world construct. So these are the beliefs that really serve PLRs, which is ultimately at the core of it, that your soul is here and it experiences multiple lifetimes. And so... Now I want to talk a little bit about like why would you want to access past lives? So if our soul, our energy has experienced many, many lifetimes, why would you even want to access those past lives or the experiences or the feelings from those past lives? And there is a not only just a ton of research on PLRs, but just a multitude of experiences and stories of real people experiencing these beautiful expansions and healing by doing past life regression. So you would likely want to do this. There could be many reasons, but it can really help you understand yourself better in this timeline in this lifetime that your soul is experiencing. It can sometimes give visibility into why you have certain habits or desires or fears, particular dreams that you have that are reoccurring when you're sleeping. Maybe understanding your purpose, your current relationships in your life, whether they're good or challenging, And maybe even physical symptoms that you experience in this lifetime. I actually, for the longest time, have always had this fear in a car. Like if I'm in the passenger side of a car, it is beyond just like having an anxiety of, you know, driving on the highway or anything. I'm a, if I am a passenger in a car for as long as I can remember, I am extremely tense and fearful and there is just, I'm like waiting for the accident to happen. I will get premonitions of the accident that is about to happen in my mind. Um, and so for me, that is definitely, I really believe that that is connected to um, possibly a past life. So, you know, another reason why we might want to access a past life is just helping us move through limiting beliefs that we have in our life today. Maybe, you know, there is trauma that we have experienced in this life and it's connected somehow or it's karmic in some way. And our cells really store data and memories and information 
And so it could be possible that by accessing your past life, you could heal some of those cellular traumas or memories. It has been said that 95% of our mind is unconscious and only 5% is conscious. So to me, you know, even knowing that the human eye sees less than 1% of light, of visible, we call it the visible light, but there is a lot that we don't know. There is a lot that we can't see. There is a lot that we aren't able to connect to, right? And so I am open and truly believe that we have such an ability to really connect at so many different levels, whether that is, you know, spiritual or related to your soul or whatever that is. I just know I am confident that there are things that we don't know, and I know there is more out there, and I know some of this only because I've begun experiencing some of this as well. And so accessing a past life really provides an opportunity to awaken your higher self and build that connection to your higher self, that through line, that light, so that you can then access it on your own. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what past life regressions actually are or what happens. So I know I mentioned, obviously, it's connecting to a past life. Literally, the name will tell you that. But I want you to kind of understand exactly how this happens. So you are, you are hypnotized. And this allows you to delve into the subconscious mind. You, when you are under hypnosis, you are fully aware of your surroundings, but you are just in a deep state of connection to your subconscious. So you remember everything, but you are almost in a different plane or state of consciousness during a past life regression. This, you know, I had never been hypnotized until um, this session, but you're guided through a deep meditation. And in fact, it's like several levels of guided meditation that's going to take you step by step to get into a state of almost like pure focused concentration. Um, But What's interesting is that it's this concentration is coming from the subconscious. So from what I understand, the experience can really vary from person to person. So while I'm mentioning all of this and my experience as I dig a little bit deeper and share that with you, please know that this could really vary from person to person. But while you're in this session, you have a dual awareness where like part of your mind is aware of the conversation that you're having and the other is delving into the past life. So what I'd love to do is share more of my experience. So this happened for me just last week. I had a session with a woman named Susan Wiseheart. She has actually published a book called Soul Visioning. I have not read that, but I want to share how Susan came into my world because I think these are things that quite often we disregard or we, um, you know, maybe it's a sign of like following your intuition and how you connect to that. So I want to share this, but I was uh, with my daughter. She had a session and not 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 for past life regression, but she had a, a session with a therapist that she's been working with for a while. And this therapist mentioned uh, past life regression and not not for my daughter at all. Um, but she was talking about it and mentioned Susan's name and just how incredible she was. And I was like, wow, like I've always been interested, obviously, since reading Many Lives, Many Masters. Like at some point in my life, I would love to do that. But 
that was in September and I took it. I wrote her name down in my notes app, but then really didn't come back to it for several months. But I just kept feeling called um, and would look at that and remind myself, oh, I need to go to her website and take a look and, and see what that's about. Then I was at the EFT um, workshop that I participated in. So the emotional freedom technique, that tapping session. And because of the workshop that I was doing, I was surrounded by many amazing, wise, intuitive women. And Susan Wisehart's name got brought up again. And so these are, you know, times when the universe is really planting something right in front of you and asking you to grab it. And so I made my appointment with Susan to do my first past life regression. There were some interesting things that started happening about 24 hours before my session. I could feel this like palpable energy in my body. I was quite anxious and I was not on the surface anxious about doing this at all. I had no reservations. It doesn't scare me. I am completely open. So it wasn't conscious. Like there was just this like energy pulsating through me that really was driving almost this like panic feeling in my body. But again, consciously, I had no fears, hesitations, reservations, like it it doesn't bother me at all to explore and experiment in these realms. So that was that was really interesting kind of going in and I shared that with Susan and she did mention like that's really your soul really saying one that it's ready for this but two it's like bringing the energy of that past life that soul that needs to come up and serve you in some way which was really cool i also want to mention too that i have done therapy uh, before like with traditional therapy although um, a modality called brain spotting which isn't quite as traditional but it was insurance based And my therapist in working with her for almost a year would tell me that, quote unquote, like I would go really deep. And so even though brain spotting is not where you're being hypnotized, but I would just veer off almost in these other realms and all of this wild stuff was happening to me that I had never been consciously aware of or I guess had a safe space to allow this stuff to happen. So in going in and seeing Susan for this PLR session, I told her I've never been hypnotized, but I have been told that I go deep fast. Like I can get into a trance pretty quickly. And the only way I can kind of validate for myself outside of that therapy experience is when I'm meditating or when I do my very conscious um, you know, ritualistic, more channeling sessions and connecting with my spirit guides, I can feel myself kind of going somewhere deep pretty quickly. So I was really excited for that because I was really curious um, what being hypnotized would be like and would I be able to connect to my subconscious and like let the you know, the ego and everything that I could hear around me go to just sink into that. So we started with just an open conversation sitting across from each other. Um, You know, she did ask if I consciously in my life now feel any connections to a certain time period. She wanted to know what my intention was and, you know, if there's anything that I wanted to work through in this life that could be connected. So I told her that I really didn't have any connections to any time periods Um, There's nothing that I'm really drawn to or curious about from another time period. I didn't feel like I had any of that, but I did set an intention before going in and she actually said it without me saying it, which was incredible. But I just said, you know, my intention for this session is that I connect with the past life 
that is going to provide the most expansion for my soul in this current life and that is going to allow me to step further into my purpose. So from there, after our conversation, um, there was a couch, (laughs) so with a pillow, and I laid down and she covered me with a blanket and the heater was on and the air purifier was on. And we just started with some breathing, um, so taking some deep breaths just to relax. And she began the guided meditation. And this guided meditation uh, was also a little bit visual, so like taking me through a journey visually with my eyes closed, just seeing this in my mind's eye. And once we got through one visualization meditation, she would then take me on a journey through another meditation that was very visual as well. And this one was really interesting because it's almost like she would, you know, we would go through different levels of going deeper into relaxation and meditation. And this visualization happened through kind of getting on an escalator that would go down to the next level, right? And so I'd sink deeper into that. And so once uh, she finished the guided meditations, she took me through, I think it was like this, like just cloud of blue smoke or something. And as you get through the blue smoke, she said, you see a bridge. And this began the journey of connecting with a past life of mine. And so once you see this bridge, she just begins to ask questions of what does the bridge look like? What is the material made of? Is it long or short? And I, my assumption is this helps her identify potentially time periods or locations across the globe. But as I looked down, um, because once you identify the bridge, she has you look down and I saw sand and I saw my body and she begins to guide you in this. And I'll tell you too, before we, um, before we started the hypnosis process, she had stepped out for a minute, um, which I think is intentional probably to give me the space to breathe quietly and relax. And I had flashes coming to me, flashes of sand, (laughs) flashes of like Egyptian culture. And this is not something that I think about. It's nothing that I've connected with in the past. So um, it was kind of no surprise to me that this soul, this lifetime, this energy that had been like pulsating through my body for the last 24 hours was here and ready to come through. So I will share a little bit about my past life experience. And in fact, I I intend to share a little bit of the recording on this episode from my session. It is going to be a little bit interesting to listen to because there are long pauses in between. Uh, When you are in a subconscious state and a deep, relaxed state, not only do you move and speak kind of slow or even light, I think from my experience, there was a lot of visualization or being in that lifetime. And so it was almost as if I was absorbing or visualizing being there in the moment and couldn't connect with answering very quickly. But I went to a very ancient lifetime in Egypt, and I was a woman, a mother. I had twin boys in that lifetime, and I had actually had those twins with a pharaoh who was very wealthy and, uh, you know, was betrothed. So like married to another, which obviously is incredibly difficult to digest and understand that there was a bit of like a love triangle situation, but there was an incredibly deep love with this person. And what happened is um, in one part of the life, I I was 
taken and put basically like in a cell, in a holding cell and, and was really um, kind of abused and, and beaten and tortured in a way. And the wife or the woman um, that is, you know, was married, I, I kept saying like, that's not the word. So I don't know what the word is for marriage, but um, she ordered that. Right. And so ultimately the goal, I think, was that I died, but I ended up being rescued. And the person that rescued me was uh, one of the Pharaoh's men. And so I was basically living with my twins in a very modest home that was a little bit hidden. And so it was kind of like we were in love and living this separate life from his normal life. And at some point, I decided that I couldn't stay hidden anymore. This wasn't the type of life, even though the love was so strong, I couldn't succumb to that type of life um, forever. And so not to get too deep, um, but yeah, I ended up uh, really leaving that situation and became kind of like this this healer or this this woman who would connect with women one-on-one who were typically, um, you know, royalty or, you know, I, I, again, I don't know the words that they use to describe in, um, you know, in that time of ancient Egypt, but essentially these very wealthy women would come to me because they just, they like weren't happy or they were struggling in their lives and, I had, I was a healer and so I could help them one-on-one and because they were wealthy, they would give me gold. And so I was able to support myself and my sons. And what happened was over time is I began to get more powerful and speak my voice and I would have kind of crowds of people, women eventually coming to like hear me speak. And later on in life, I lived in a very beautiful home because I had acquired, um, you know, enough riches at that point. But this home was just filled with only women. I never was, you know, remarried or what. Again, I don't know how to describe that. But so, but I was like an activist. I used my voice. I was powerful. I was a speaker. And I really spoke my truth. And because of that, um, I experienced uh, walking along a path and kind of being stabbed and killed. And in that moment, I didn't feel the pain of that, but it was more um, this undenying thought that there, I, there was so much more that I wanted to accomplish. And so what was really interesting is that this life that presented itself, this past life, is very much like not fully obviously but there are very many parallels and so I have no doubt that the reason why this is the life that um, you know why this came through was basically because it's showing me that I've been here before I've done this before and I don't have to worry or have that fear of you know my life ending too soon that I have the ability to speak my truth, accomplish all the things that I want to do in this life. So the big lessons that I took from that is that, you know, I can use my voice and I know my power and I've been here before. I also really learned forgiveness and compassion. And so we came back through and I forgave the woman who ordered my torturing and I had compassion for her in reconnecting with that and releasing that. I also had to release guilt that I had for being a part of a triangle like that. So, um, you know, it, she guided me through this in a way that allowed my subconscious mind to provide and speak the lessons that I needed to learn and then also what I could do in that moment to release them and move through them so that they're not karmic lessons or they're not holding me back in this lifetime. So a lot of forgiveness and compassion 
also just acknowledging my ability to love very deeply, which was beautiful. And I also connected to any soul connections from that life that I am connected with today in my life. So we identified who those people were. And when I came out of hypnosis, she guided me back to 2023. We had a little bit of a debriefing session, which was really beautiful. And she told me that I went very deep. And she also told me that I likely have psychic and channeling gifts. And it's something that you work on. And you can work with spiritual guides and healers and those who do this work to help elevate that. So I will say that has been coming up in my life a lot and I am getting incredibly curious. Uh, While I have been playing very small in that, in my own little world, and sometimes in one-on-one client sessions, bringing things that come to me, I really am feeling called to begin to explore that deeper. So that's a little bit about my past life regression and some of the lessons and the experience. I wanted to walk you through that so that you could get an understanding of what the experience is like. And if you have things in your life that are limiting beliefs or even physical ailments or fears that you have or just certain quirks or habits or desires, or if you really just want to explore purpose further, A past life regression is such an incredible experience. And I have heard so many stories from the women in my newer tribes that I'm connected to who are on the same journey and path as me. And their experiences have been super beautiful and incredible and have provided so many lessons and insight into their current life. So I'm going to go ahead and share a little bit of my live session. This is, again, a little bit challenging because there will be lots of gaps and spaces in between. I don't want to edit it too much because I want you to really see or hear what this experience could be like and what it sounds like. So without further ado, please enjoy some of my session live that was recorded from my past life regression in connecting with a previous lifetime of mine. We are in love. Say that again. We are in love. You are loved? We're in love. You're in love, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, very good. And what time period might this be? Like how long ago, what century? I feel like I'm in Egypt. Mm-hmm. The boys are twins. Oh. Hmm. All right. So on the count of three. move to another important event in this past life and something significant happens to learn more about yourself and how your life unfolds. One, two, three. And where are you and what's happening? I'm gasping for air. I feel like I'm being tortured. Oh. And who's doing this to you? The people who are upset about my relationship. Oh. And who are the people who are upset? Hmm. powerful it's a woman okay and who is this woman that she's so his his wife but they don't call it wife yeah 
Not easy. And you can always float above the scene from a distance. And what happens next? I'm being held and They come in and hurt me and torture me, but I see that one night in the middle of the night, I'm removed. Somebody takes me. But it's safe. They're saving me. The Pharaoh is saving you? Who's saving you? Oh, it's a masked, somebody with a mask on. It's a oh, man. Okay. And what happens next? I'm loaded onto a cart. Uh-huh. I'm taken away from the property. Yes. I'm frail. Mm -hmm. I have blood. And does the Pharaoh know about this, that you were being tortured? It's one of his men saving me. But does the Pharaoh know that this woman has had this done to you? Yes. He does know. Mm. Yes. He ordered the saving. My saving. Oh, the person who came to get you. It was one of his men. I get it. Uh-huh. Yes. And what happens next? They take me to that small home back mm -hmm. to where I started mm -hmm. it's kind of it's hidden mm -hmm. it's almost like a cave home mm -hmm. mud mm -hmm. and how old are your children here at this point They're little, like two. Two, okay. Oh. And who's been watching them while you were gone? She's my mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what happens next? I fall into her arms. Mm -hmm. and she has a bucket and a material that she's wiping the blood off me. again move to an important event when something significant happens to find out even more about what happens to you one two three and where are you and what's happening I feel like I'm being followed. Mm -hmm. It's like 
somebody wants to kill me. Oh. Oh, dear. And do you know who this is that's following you? No. Okay. And what happens next? been stabbed. Say that again. I've been stabbed. Stabbed? Oh, dear. Yeah. Yes. And where are you stabbed? Oh, right in my chest. Oh. Do you survive this or not? No. And what are your final thoughts and feelings before leaving this body and this life? There was just so much more I wanted to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. And how old are your boys now? They're adults. Mm-hmm. 20s, though. Yeah. Early 20s. Mm-hmm. So just releasing this body, letting go of this life, making your transition, moving into the light, returning home to the spirit realm. You've been here many times before, and it may become familiar. Just letting that life go leaving any discomfort behind. It's over and done. Moving higher and higher in the lights. Connecting with your higher soul wisdom. That part of you that is wise, compassionate, non-judgmental, that has the bigger picture. From that expanded soul awareness where you have all knowledge. Just looking back on that life that you just left from that expanded soul awareness with compassion. What was the lesson of that life? What did you learn or not learn? I, I learned that I didn't want to be hidden, that I didn't Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've learned more of my power and my voice. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. To fight. And what? To, to fight. Yes. Uh-huh. Not to give up. To empower yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And to empower others. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And did you know anybody in that past life that you know in this life? My mother in that life felt mm -hmm. really close to me. Oh, okay. And who is she in your current life? I think she might have been my grandmother. Oh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? Are you surprised? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm still like adjusting to coming back. It takes time. I mean, you were very deep. You really trance very well. Okay, that, yeah, that's what my therapist had said yeah so. okay which allows you to access information easier okay. uh, and you were ready you know you're 
uh, <laughs> it was like your subconscious, you, you said you felt energy yeah. when you came here, even before we started the session, so yeah. it kind of knew where you were going. Yeah. But you've done enough work on yourself that allowed you to go to a challenging life and to be able to have greater clarity about it and to release what no longer serves you mm -hmm. and to embrace the learning that came with it and the compassion yeah. um, for yourself and others. Um, and to your credit, I mean, you didn't let that adversity defeat you. I mean, you went on and um, helped others and um, took charge of your life, mm -hmm. um, which is really powerful. Yeah. And um, so you're doing a lot of that again in this life, mm -hmm. you know, reclaiming your power, mm -hmm. using your power for good, using your voice, self-expression, yeah. um, integrating masculine and feminine, you know, because uh, it's important not to split off the masculine and uh, disown um, your own masculinity or mm -hmm. um, the, the projection onto the masculine uh, people in your life. Um, that there's got to be a balance there yeah. and compassion um, for all parts of ourselves, um, yeah. which you are doing in And offloading that guilt, that was really important, mm -hmm. you know, that, um, that judgment for that part of you that was involved in that uh, triangle or that Entanglement, yeah, you know, with the jealousy and yeah, yeah, and not to burden yourself with judgments mm -hmm. um, and to have compassion, but to honor the love that was there mm -hmm. as well. That's, a, that's yeah. important. And also, you have a gift um, of being able to go deep and to channel and to access, um, you know, higher dimensions in spirit. So I'm sure that's something you can develop even more in your work with people. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there's lots of trainings out there right. for mediumship or intuitive development or just honing those skills. Yeah. And so I think I think that's a gift that you have. Thank you.